Good morning, family. This is Bubbly. Happy Friday. Good morning, Bubbly. It's Brother Michael. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Brother Michael? Doing okay. Woke up this morning. Ready to go yeah. face today. Hey, another day above. Another day above ground. Absolutely. Amen. God bless you both. I, I've been talking on mute. It, it didn't know it. It happened on every morning. God bless you, Brother Michael. Good morning, it's Susie. God bless you, Sister Susie. Happy Friday. Good morning, Brother. Good morning, Brother Michael. This is Sister Stephanie. God bless you all. Hi, good morning. I was going to send you a message, Brother Andrew. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Sister. No, that's okay. I thought you were still asleep. (laughs) No, no, no. I, uh, I was on mute and and didn't realize it because the were the record. I was the first one on. I do that a lot, so. Uh, well, <laughs> you, have a wonder- good, you have a wonderful yeah, birthday. You you as well, Susie. Thank, Thank you. you. It's a happy day to declare victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? This is Cynthia on the call. Happy Friday, sister. Happy Friday. Good morning, Andrew. This is Miss B. Happy Friday. God bless you, Miss D. Happy Friday. Good morning. This is Monica. God bless you, sister. Happy Friday. Good morning. This Eva. Mary. And all the time, God is good. And his back, our back, he's got. Happy Friday to you. Grace and peace, sister. Grace and peace. Good morning, JC. God bless you, sister. Happy Friday. Thank you. Happy Friday to you as well, Andrew. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need Good morning. Good Happy Friday. God bless you, sister. Happy Friday. Christ has become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. For we, though the Spirit, wait. For we, through the Spirit, wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. 
For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? This persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you. A little leaven, leaven at the whole loaf. I have confidence in you through the Lord that ye will be none otherwise minded, but he that troubleth you shall bear this judgment, whosoever he be. And I, brethren, if I yet preach circumcision, why do I yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the corrupt eased. I would they were even cut off, which trouble you. For though, brethren, ye have been called unto liberty, only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. It's a happy day of prepared victory. My name is Andrew. Who's just joining me on the call? Hi, family. It's Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday. Hey, Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. Family is Cedric on the call. Hey, Brother Cedric. Happy Friday. Good to hear you, bro. Good to hear you. Good morning, this is Sonia. Good morning, sister. Happy Friday. But if ye bite and devour one another, heed that ye be not consumed one of another. This I say then, walk in the spirit, ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. Wednesday, declare victory. My name is Andrew, and we're here to lift the name of the Lord who's with me in this endeavor. According to the clock on the wall, it's time we got our morning started. So I will ask everyone who can hear me, please, ma'am, please, sir, check your phone. Activate the mute feature. Make sure it's activated. And throughout the call, check periodically to make sure that the mute feature is still engaged so that the call not be affected and the speaker of the hour whomever they may be, be not impacted by any ambient noise or any distractions in the background so that the word of God can go forth and do what it will do. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again. And I'm here for your host this morning. Thank you for allowing me to serve. Today is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome for Declare Victory. 
We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday through Friday, and we are here by serving to edify, empower, encourage, and affect you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Men's Day, where only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Be sure you join us each day through March, except on Sunday, where our new monthly theme is entitled Direction. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding receiving direction from the Lord. There are two announcements today before us. Firstly, please join us for Friday Night Live tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time again by calling the same number. You will be blessed. Secondly, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving your support to our mission? There are three ways to do this. The first way, declarevictory.org. Second way, paypal.me slash declarevictory. Third way, cash app dollar sign declarevictory now. Declarevictory.org, paypal.me slash declarevictory, cash app dollar sign declarevictory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests submitted on the online app, but we do need to remember certain prayer requests that continually arise before us. <coughs> Excuse me. We do have Brother Michael's request that is continuing from yesterday that his ex-wife be kept in prayer for her healing surgery. That her surgery heal well, we need to lift up Brother Michael's ex-wife. We also need to bless and lift the children, the children who are hungry, the children who are going back to school who may not be vaccinated, the children who are still separated from their parents, the children who are being abused, uh, mismanaged, the children who are incarcerated, the children who have been forgotten, the children who are in the sights of those that harm those that are vulnerable, the ones in homes that are stressed and, and ripped ragged because of the virus, because of deaths associated with the virus, because of financial difficulties, because of the virus. The children are affected, most usually first, and 
many times their uh, their needs are not addressed and then being under the age of accountability don't know how to lean on the Lord especially so we need to reach out for care and support in them we lift up the first line defenders in this pandemic whose minds and hearts may be weary uh, those that are just crushed by the amount of death in front of them and the, the amount of suffering that they need to tend those that feel that they're running out of compassion and getting stayed we need to lift them up we need to lift up the leaders in our country from the federal level down to the local and to the volunteer level those people are oftentimes frontliners as well we're lifting up marriages the ones that feel their love strained and strung out we're lifting them up we're lifting the teachers who are fearing leaving the safety and sanctity of their homes going back out to the schools in which case the daily goings and comings of the school day have been changed maybe permanently and they fear the new we're praying for the yokemen of the gospel male and female young and old large congregation and small those being impacted financially by the pandemic those being blessed by the outgiving from the pandemic we're praying for them and their fretful uh, anticipation of what comes next we're praying for those that are fearing waiting on the lord and not knowing what the next step brings we're fretting for those who fret themselves and we're asking the lord to give them strength we're praying for ourselves we're lifting each other up that we stay the course that we trust in our father his promises being yea and amen and we pray for the world we pray for the unsaved brothers and sisters we just need to pray the order of the call is as follows Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Marcus. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. That order once again, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Marcus. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. Directly following Apostle Pierre's declaration, we will go right into closing comments by the declare. And he will lead us into love, life, and victory where he will further examine the teachings that he brought this morning. The scripture for today is Proverbs chapter 4, verse 11. I have directed you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in upright paths. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, ma'am and sir, I'm asking you once again to check your device. Make sure that the mute feature is activated and ongoing so that the word of God not be hindered during this telecast. I now pass the call to Brother Marcus. Next voice you hear will be his. My name is Andrew. God bless you all this morning. 
Thank you, Brother Andrew. Father God, we come to you now to say thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for our life, health, and strength. We thank you, God, for waking us up this morning and giving us a mind to want to come before you and to pray and to seek your face. Lord, first, we just want to ask that you forgive us of all our sins, known and unknown. And God, we pray, God, that you would cleanse us of all unrighteousness, uh, make us whole again, God. We stand before you or we kneel before you or we lay before you um, in honor and in humility, God, uh, because we know that you are a great God and we we honor your your name. We honor your presence. We we honor your greatness. So God, you are the great God. Uh, you are the only God, the only wise God. You are the Lion of Judah. You are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are the Prince of Peace. You are high and lifted up, and your train fills the temple. And we honor your name. We honor who you are. Oh God, you are worthy of all of our praise, worship, and the glory that we give to you. Blessings and honor belong to you. And so, God, we come before you uh, to ask for your grace and your mercy upon all of our brothers and sisters, oh God, those that are on the call and those that are listening. Uh, I pray, God, that you would grant them some serenity, God, give them some peace of mind, God, um, there are so many that are going through a tough time and dealing with um, issues and challenges. I pray, God, that you would give them uh, some comfort and some peace in the midst of the storm. God, give them uh, direction, oh God. Lord, help them to hear your voice in the middle of the mess. I know, God, that you can do it uh, as you've done it for me and so many countless others. God, I pray that you would speak, and Lord, we will hear you. We will open our ears. We will, we will open our ears and listen to what you have to say. Oh God, we ask that you speak to us. God, direct us, lead us, and guide us. God, we thank you uh, for what you're going to do. God, we you, we've heard the petitions. Uh, you've, we know that Brother Michael is lifting up his ex-wife. Uh, we pray, God, that you would bless her now, uh, touch her body, healing in the name of Jesus. God, we know that you're more than able to do it. God, you are no stranger to the healing business. God, so we 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 petition your you right now, God, to go into the hospital, God, to just do what you can, do what you do, God, have your way in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, and that you would just put your finger of love on her body right now, your hand up on her. Breathe on her now, God. Bless her right now in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for it. We praise you for it. We honor you, God. Bring a supernatural blessing upon her right now in the name of Jesus, and not just her body, but her mind and her spirit, oh, God. Lord, those things that, that the doctors can't touch, God, I pray that you would just restore and bless and heal and recover right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for total victory and total healing, completely physical and natural. And we thank you for it. We claim it as done 
In Jesus' name, God, we lift up all the children everywhere. Bless them, O God, whatever they may be going through, whatever is happening around them, O God. Lord, many of them are victims of circumstances that they did not, they could not, cannot control. And God, I pray that you would rebuke the hand of the enemy from around them in the name of Jesus. Oh God, protect our children, oh God, even the ones that that aren't from our blood. God bless them in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it. Oh God, we lift up our Asian brothers and sisters right now and the dilemmas and the, the attacks that are happening, God. We we just pray, God, that you would protect them, God. God, we pray that you would help us to stand in the gap for them as many of them have stood in the gap for us. And so, Lord, we pray for them right now and we stand for them right now and we petition for them and we protest for them. God, in the name of Jesus, we pray, God, that you would uh, begin to remove uh, these attacks just begin to stop them in the name of Jesus, oh God. We pray, God, that you will protect them. Bring your your healing right now to that community, God, spiritually, physically, and, and, and otherwise. We thank you for doing it right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for uh, blessing us, God, so much with what we have. God, help us to appreciate it. God, help us to take care of it. Uh, everything, our homes and our houses, our cars, our uh, whatever it is, bus pass, whatever it is we may have, we pray, God, that you would help us to take care of our belongings and our possessions. God, we pray that you'd help us to be good to our families, our our spouses, our children, our you know grandparents, our parents, our siblings. God, we pray that you would help us to, to take care of um, our own and to be a blessing to our families and to be a witness to our families, that they will see and know that you are the true and living God and see it through our lives and through our examples. God, we pray. I just want to lift up every single brother and sister that is on this call right now. God, you know them name by name, one by one. You know them by not only the hairs of their head, but you know every situation and every issue and every challenge. You know them by every blessing. Oh, God, so I pray, God, that you would just go through each and every phone that is connected on this call right now, God. I pray that you would just speak to their spirits, speak to their hearts, their minds right now, God. Complete and total healing right now. Complete and total deliverance right now from myself on down, God. God, heal, uh, deliver, set free right now. Break these unhealthy, toxic ties right now. We bind the enemy on every hand. Let his, 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 his progress be stopped and pushed back in the name of Jesus. What the enemy thwarted and started out to do, we pray that it be unsuccessful. We claim that the business will thrive. We claim that the book will progress. We claim, God, that the record will be recorded. We pray now that the the anything that is being pursued, God, all of the things that are being pursued, college, uh, schooling, everything, uh, the children in school, the children in their in their progress of life, God, uh, the, the the person that is about to be molested. I pray that you will breath, um, rebuke the hand of the enemy right now and stay the hand of the enemy right now. Stop every 
manner of attack that is coming on our people. And we thank you for it, and we praise you for it, and we honor you. We know that you are able. You are more than able. And you also said that we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And so, God, we lift you up. We praise you. We honor you. We bless you for every single uh, prayer and every single name that has been lifted up, every one of those unknown requests, we lift them up right now in the name of Jesus as well. And God, as we begin to take our phones off mute and give your name the praise, God, we just want to worship you because you're more than Thank you. 
And God, not only do we put a praise on it, but we put a word on every prayer that was lifted. We put a word on our situation. We put a word on our issues and our challenges. Lord, help us to keep our phones on mute and not be a hindrance and distraction today. And we believe and declare that there's a word that's coming just for us. We declare it to be so. We thank you for the declare even now. Put your anointing on them. Set forth the, the, the goal and the anointing that shall come through. And we believe and receive it right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. As I pass the call to the declarer. Good morning, family. Give him one moment. He'll be on just a moment. Give us one minute. Psalms 98 says, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gotten him the victory. The Lord hath made known his salvation, his righteousness had he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. He hath remembered his mercy and his truth toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all the earth. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Hallelujah. So let's continue to praise him. Give him one moment uh, while we see where Apostle Pierre is. He'll be right on.
Psalms 93. The Lord reigns. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed. He has girded himself with strength. Surely the world is established so that it cannot be moved. Your throne is established from the old. You are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, than the mighty waves of the sea. Your testimonies are very sure. Holiness adorns your house, O Lord, forever. May the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. Apostle Pierre, are you there? Psalms 96. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor our and Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. The the world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. Let the field be joyful and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord, for he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. Amen. 
bless the word. Apostle Amen. P, are you there? Do we have a declarer that can step in and tell Apostle Pierre um, in case he doesn't uh, connect with us this morning? Does it have to be a, a male today? No. Hey, Rochelle, it's Tanya. I got I'm it. sorry. I couldn't get off mute, you guys. Go ahead, Tanya. Yeah, okay. I, I'm sorry. I just, I was in a position. I would have jumped on. I just was in, not in the right position. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank God for the ram in the bush. Um, thank God for his word and the things that we have heard so far this week in reference to direction. Um, and we're just going to ask everybody to make sure you have your phone on mute. And I'm going to give you what the Lord gives me. Um, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for God. I'm so thankful um, for the direction that he recently gave me. And um, I want to share, um, I'll give you a couple of scriptures, but I'm also going to share um, an experience that I recently had, and I pray that it blesses you. Um, and so, uh, one second here, the first scripture that I want to share with you is, proper. Um, and so, again, every scripture will not have the word direction in it. Um, but it will, there will be an inference of direction, or it will actually mention direction itself. And some of these scriptures will be familiar. Uh, I hear a little bit of background. Everybody check your phone. Make sure you are muted, please. Okay. Um, and, so, and so anyway, the, um, the, the word of the Lord says this, Psalm 5 and 8. You might want to get a pen. You don't have to, but... If you're somebody that takes notes, this may be helpful to you. I, I hear background noise and I hear feedback. Please, if you could look down, make sure you're muted. That would be very, very helpful. Thank you. All right. Psalm, Psalm 5, Psalm 5, 8 says, lead me in the right path, O Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. Make your way plain for me to follow. Now, the word direction is not mentioned here, but clearly we can tell when we're, when the, this, the psalmist is asking the Lord to lead him, he's asking for direction, right? Because if he goes in, if the psalmist goes in the direction that they want to, uh, they may fail or their enemies may overtake them may overtake him and so clearly he wants to be led by God he wants God's protection so again lead me okay please if you can please 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 mute your phone 
I still hear background noise. You may think that you're off mute, but you might have accidentally hit it um, and didn't realize it. So we're on a journey. We are on we are on a journey, right? And we are on a path. And so we want to be led directly on that path. Um, it's one thing to take a walk and not have any direction. You just decide to drive somewhere and you're going to walk on a path until whatever. You don't have a destination in mind. Um, but we want God to direct us. We want God to lead us. Psalms 119.105 says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. So again, while we're on our path, we need direction. Have you ever been walking at night? You know, I got up in the middle of the night, you know, had to make that bio run. Um, but if we're not careful, especially if it's an unfamiliar path, well, I know where I'm going to go in my house, so I don't really have to have the light on. I know where I'm going, but if I was in an unfamiliar location, <clears throat> I'd want some light so that I don't stub my toe or hit my foot or trip over something. Um, <laughs> I'm going to digress this a little bit. When I was a kid, uh, my mother told us, you know, she was really big on us keeping our rooms, you know, clean, keeping the house clean. Um, and uh, we wanted to get in trouble, keep have some clothes and stuff on the floor. And one of her favorite um, lines that she would use is, if a girl, if a fire broke out, not fire, fire, if a fire broke out and you had to get up in the middle of the night and run out the room, you'd trip over these clothes or these shoes and break your neck. Don't you leave no stuff in this middle of the floor <laughs> like this. Right, and that, but that's true. Um, if we, ha if there is debris in our path, we're on our path. We've asked the Lord to lead us, but we got a blindfold on, or we have, uh, or it's dark. Because sometimes, listen to this. Sometimes when we're on this path of light, um, sometimes it gets, excuse me, path. This path, this life path. Uh, sometimes we go through some dark times. Some un I, that would be uncertain times. You're not really clear you know, which direction you should go. You know, you know, you've heard from the Lord or whatever, you're doing the right thing, but your surroundings is dark because of the thing that you're going through. And so that's the time when this text is really, really good for you because it's saying again, your word is a lamp. Say la. In other words, um, we are not just going to get a regular flashlight to be on this life path. The word of God is a light or a lamp, excuse me, to guide my feet. And so it's a serve the dual purpose and it's a light to my path. The word of God will, what happens when we read the word of God, when we study the word of God, when we hear the word of God, something, it illuminates. Um, the word of God illuminates within me. Okay, and it, it it shows me different things, right? So that's what we mean by illuminating or lighting our path, and so inviting um, the Lord to first of all to guide us, and then confessing to Him that I realize Your Word is a lamp to guide me, and it is light for my path. Um, Proverbs twelve twenty six says. The godly give good advice to hear friends to, to to their friends. Excuse me. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked leads them astray. Um, very often, we 
need, and this is not saying direction per se, but it is inferring direction. So if I'm going to my friend, I'm calling my, call my girlfriend and I say, hey, I'm not sure which direction I should take about this particular situation. <laughs> um, uh, and so she or he may give me the direction that they feel is, is right, right? Um, but if I go, to, and let's just say that friend is a, you know, she's, she's a really good person, you know, but she's not safe. We love each other. We're really good friends or what have you, but she's, you know, she doesn't really, she doesn't seek God. Um, and, but I, for whatever reason, I've called her and I've asked her for direction, maybe because she has expertise in this particular area that I'm asking her about. Um, two things, two points that I want to make. Number one is if you feel unsettled about the advice that a person is giving you, you want to examine that because that can be an indication that that is the wrong ear to be listening to. That's the wrong message to be listening to. So going back to the beginning of the verse, the godly give good advice. Why? Because a good godly person is also seeking God. And when they call, when you call them and ask them, or so, let me let me use me for an example. If somebody calls me and asks me for my advice or my direct my uh, my my direction direction about a particular thing, I, I'm I'm going to ask. I'm going to pray a quick prayer, right quick, and ask Lord, you know, give me what to say, because I want to make sure if they trust me, the person trusts me enough to call me and ask for ask for my opinion. I want to make sure that. I'm giving them godly advice. I want to make sure of that because I don't want to lead anyone astray. On, uh, uh, Proverbs 11, excuse me, Proverbs 11 and 3 says, honesty guides good people. Dishonesty destroys treacherous people. Again, honesty guides good people, but dishonesty destroys treacherous people. Again, we're not the word direction is not here, but clearly if I'm if I'm being honest with somebody um and I'm being honest with the Lord, I'm I'm honest with him about where I am in my life, I'm honest with him about the situations that are going on, I can trust that I'm going to get good godly counsel from God as well. The Holy Spirit is going to lead me. The Holy Spirit is going to give me good counsel. One of the things about it, guys, is that we never have to worry about when we ask the Lord for advice, we never have to worry about whether it's going to be accurate or not, ever. You know why? Because the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. There's no falsehood in him. So he's going to give us uh, uh, the truth. He's going to lead us into the path of truth and righteousness. I'm going to share one more, and that's Psalm 40, um, excuse me, Psalm 25 and 9. <laughs> he leads the humble in doing right, teaching them his way. You know, it's one thing about it. It's, it's a challenge. Have you ever had a, you ever had a stubborn sibling or or a stubborn child, or a stubborn little person in your life, it is a challenge. It is a challenge to teach that little person. I'm a, I'll use one of my my children. My uh, one of my children. I won't say whether I won't name their gender, so you won't know who I'm talking about. But this little person 
um, had a stubborn streak in him. Ah, I just said it. <laughs> this little person had, well, I got two sons, so you don't know which one I'm talking about. He had a stubborn streak in him. And it could be, it could be quite challenging parenting him. Uh, I'll never forget one day his dad, he did something. This was, he was a little guy, like maybe four or he might have been five. Anyway, his dad, so he had done something and his dad told him, um, you know, that was wrong what you did, apologize. And he stood his ground. I guess in his little mind, he didn't feel like he was right. I don't even remember what the circumstance was. I know it had to do with one of his aunts or something. It was it had to do with an adult. It, maybe in his little mind, he thought or he felt like he was right. And his dad said, did you hear what I said? Apologize. He still stood his ground. And so his daddy said, if you don't apologize, I'm going to whoop you right here. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> um, and he still stood his ground. So his dad whacked him, you know, on the butt. He whacked him. He ain't moved. He whacked him again. He ain't moved. He whacked him again. He ain't moved. I think finally he 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 said sorry, but he didn't he didn't mean it. It was clear he didn't mean it. Um, and and at that point it became a standoff. Now my ex husband, his daddy was not gonna. He didn't he didn't abuse him at all. Um, but at that point it became a matter of you're gonna do what I tell you to do because what you did was wrong. Uh, no matter what you what you think about it. I'm just painting the picture of being stubborn. And that's not the only instance, but that one just popped in my mind. And so when we look at the scripture, very, very short scripture, it says he leads the humble. It's so much easier to lead a humble person because that humble person and we we don't want God to humble us. Right. We don't want we don't want we don't want God to make us do anything. We We want. And what do I mean by that? Well, because we have a free will of choice. God can allow consequences and circumstances that bring us back to him to then ask for his help so that we can do what we should have done in the first place. I've been there. I've done that. I got the T-shirt. Um, I got the chips. They got a monogram on there. Been there, done that. Um, I got the little sun hat, all of it. The marker, the bookmarker, all of it. It's not fun when we end up doing things um, based out of uh, consequences when we should have done it. Number one, we lose time, um, and it's a little bit more painful. So he, meaning God, leads the humble. He directs the humble uh, in doing right. If you want to do right, you're having a struggle with making decisions. You're having a struggle with um, uh, doing the right thing. You're having a struggle. You've made a decision that you were going to do a particular thing. And let me tell you something that happened. Paul talked about it. He, I, um, I can't think of the scripture right now, but he talks about the good that I would. Um, and I know one of my Bible scholars will probably find it. The good that I would, look, I want to, I'm a paraphrase that I want to do good, but every time I try to, something hinders me. Well, when we're in that type of struggle, we can go to God and ask him to direct us. We can go to God in humility and ask him to direct us. Um, and it says that he will direct us in doing the right thing and he will teach us his way. I want to leave you on this note and then we'll open it up for a few minutes for Love, Life, and Victory. I want to leave you on this note. Um, one of the things that I am really discovering is that um, it is so important that we pray the right way. What do you mean by that, Tanya? We are praying. This is a prayer call. I understand. I know. But in order for us to refine our prayer, in order for us to hit the mark 
um, far more consistently, it is important that we pray the word. We don't need to, listen, we don't need to beg God for anything. We don't need, that's not, he, he's not moved by us begging him. He's not moved by us snotting and crying. What he is moved by is his word. The scripture says the word, his word does not go out void. In other words, when you, when he gave that word, he sent it to accomplish a particular thing, whatever that word is. And so the word, when we speak it, it doesn't, it, it's not like it just falls to the ground. It just remains in the atmosphere. The word of God, God hears that word. And then he's now, because he's heard his word, he will perform whatever it is that he said. Not only will he perform it, but he'll watch over it to ensure that by any means, any means necessary, that particular thing that you've prayed to him is accomplished. God never starts something that he's not going to finish. That's also the word of God. So how do we refine? Here's the direction that I'm giving you. To become more refined in your prayers, you don't need to take a whole bunch of classes. You don't need to um, ask a whole bunch of people about advice. These scriptures that I gave you, especially these last couple ones, um, clearly tell us that he will instruct us, that he will direct us. But what do you mean, Tanya? So here's an example. Let's say that I needed, I knew that um, I needed to follow the right path. I knew, I, I knew that um, I wanted to get direction from God. And I know that I want him to teach me his ways because I'm tired of doing it myself. I'm tired of floundering. I, it's, I realize that it's time for me to grow up spiritually and stop blaming um, other people for the situations that I've experienced, um, stop deflecting, so on and so forth. I'm ready to take responsibility. First of all, I'm ready to own it. I'm ready to own whatever it is that I'm, ch I'm challenged with, especially if multiple people are telling me the same thing. Everybody is not lying. And so now what it's time for me is to examine myself to ensure that I am in the faith. That's another scripture too, I just paraphrased. So let me give you an example of what I've talked about. I'm going to use Psalm 25 and 9 again. I'm going to, I'm going to read the scripture, and then I'm going to show you how I would pray it, and then we're going to open up the call. Psalm 25, 9 says, His, um, excuse me, he leads the humble in doing right, teaching them his way. So how I would pray this scripture is, Father, I thank you for your word that says, you lead the humble. And I humble myself before you right now because I want to do the right thing. And so I'm asking that you would teach me your way. I've just spoken the word back to God. And now God is obligated. Listen, God is obligated. I've just made a demand on the word of God. He's now obligated to honor that word. And so I don't need to go back every single day and say, ask that same prayer. Now what I want to do is begin to thank God consistently, even though I may not see a change right away or I may, I might blow it. I want to, I want to remind God, I want to thank you because I am being led by you. I'm, I've humbled myself and you got to make sure that you've done that. I've humbled myself and God, I thank you that you're leading me. You're teaching me. You are leading me in the right way. You're teaching me your way. And I thank you, God, that you're teaching me your way. Uh, and you want you, you can say that all throughout the day, especially when the enemy tries to bring up to you that you're just a failure. You ain't doing nothing right. You know you ain't humble or you know that 
Have you done, you've done all this stuff before. God ain't hearing you. No, 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 no. You can change the channel and you don't even have to argue with the enemy. In fact, I would, I would suggest that you not. I would just pray my word. I would just say, Father, I thank you that according to your word, that you are teaching me your, the right way. And I magnify you and praise you for it. All right, y'all. I felt like I've talked a whole lot. Um, uh, thank God for the opportunity. And so what I want to do now is open the call up for anybody that would like to say good morning. You didn't get a chance to say good morning uh, when you uh, got on the line. And I, I am not a man. I absolutely am not a man. I love being a woman. I'm not confused about my sex. I'm not confused about my gender. I love everything. Well, most of the things about being a woman. But anyway, um, I love my feminine self. Uh, I was just standing in the gap so that we had a little bit of breakfast this morning before you got went on your way. Since it is Men's Day, though, I am going to open it up for the men to say good morning first. And after we do our greetings, we will go right into our love, life, and victory discussion. Good morning. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, big sis. Good morning. Anybody else? And it was uh, starting in uh, verse 14 and continuing. But good morning. Thank you for that declaration. I was away from my phone. I I was uh, tardy in that, so I apologize. No problem. No problem. No problem. There was a ramat in the bush. <laughs> Anybody else Amen. want to say good morning? Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Good morning. This is Swanita. Good morning, Swanita. Good morning. It's Jubilant. Hey, Jubilant. Hey. Good morning, it's Prosperous Pam. Way to step in there, Big Sis Pam. I'm starting to call you hey. Big Sis. You can call me Big Sis if you want to. I don't have a problem with it. And hey, with your prosperous self. Amen. Good morning, it's Magnificent. Hey, Beth. Good morning, Inez. Inez? Inez. Oh, Inez, good morning, good morning. Hey, good morning, Tanya. It is Moxie Mona. Good morning. Moxie is in the house. He's here. <laughs> He's here. How you doing? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you for asking. Good morning. It's Blessings. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. It's beloved Barb. Thanks for stepping up. Happy Friday, everyone. God bless. Hey, beloved. Good morning, Good morning, Christina here in Atlanta. Thanks for the declaration. It was awesome. I too Thank have you, a seven three year old. Thank you for that. You bless oh, you. you just don't know. <laughs> Thanks. Don't you beat it. Don't beat do none of that. <laughs> you know what? I want to tell you that I heard somebody else too. Um, who was that other person trying to Christina, I'm gonna oh, give you the call after. Me. Good morning, this is Marcelle. Hi, Marcelle. Good morning to you. Um 
you know, Christina, one of the things that I'm learning, um, that, that stubborn child that I was telling you about has a stubborn little girl. And, you know, uh, well, uh, remind me to come back to you and tell you this. I don't want to cut anybody okay. off that, that okay. might want to uh, say good morning. Morning. Good morning. It's magnificent. I'm happy Friday. I'm not sure if you heard me. Thank you. Yes. Good morning, magnificent. And I think I heard Shell trying to say good morning. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, ma'am. You know, you are just amazing. I, I love your spirit and your administ your administrative spirit. I just, I just, we are so blessed to have you, Shell. God bless Thank you, ma'am. I'm blessed to be with you guys. Thank you. Amen. Hey, Tan, it's Demetriana. What a what a way to pop this Friday off, sis. Love you. Girl, I was thinking about you this morning. <laughs> Good morning, honey. <laughs> Good morning, Tan. It's Miss B. Thank you for the decoration. Hey, I, I I had a stubborn two-year-old, too, so I hear you. <laughs> Please tell me it wasn't Tanya. No, it wasn't my baby, no. No, okay. what hurt? Name name. It was one of them boys. One of them boys. What if all three of yours are sub? I'm not gonna call me. Same difference. Same difference, child. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, good morning. Beverly. Hi, Beverly. Hi. I heard somebody else. Hi, this is Gloria. Good morning, Seth. Hey, glorious Gloria. Good morning. All right. Well, if nobody else wants to say good morning, I'm going to go back to Christina. Uh, I started to say that that stubborn son, he got a couple, he got a couple of stubborn ones. <laughs> I just look at him and go, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> but, um, one of the things is now, I don't remember any of the boys being like this. So this is his first little girl. And she, I'm telling you, she's the spitting image of her dad. But um, she has, I don't, you know, the one thing about technology is that our babies are growing up with, they are, they are growing up with technology. And they, some of us, um, uh, even the, the little little fellows who can't even really talk yet, have, they've learned how to manipulate um, these these devices that we use, especially cell phones, and this is not I'm not I'm not um, condemning anybody or throwing shade at anybody about you know what you do with your kid and how you how you move around and what you allow them to um, uh, participate in. But um, what I've no what I've noticed is that parents it's a you know it's a great uh, babysitter for or time. Uh, I shouldn't say time killer, but it's a time filler. It's a great time filler for parents that they are trying to cook or they want to quiet the child while they're at the store or whatever. And so it's common. Y'all have seen it. It's common to give um, a child a cell phone. Well, they learn how to manipulate and move. They know what buttons to push. That's a, that, that, that is fascinating to me, that they can just watch you a few times and they can figure out how to get to certain things. And so anyway, my little granddaughter has started to learn how to cuss. And uh, she blurted out something the other day. Now, something about her, though, she won't cuss around me. I've never, I've, I've not heard her cuss around me because I think her lips would be quite big if, if uh, you know. So so I was telling, giving my son some pointers. And she's, she's the little stubborn one. I was giving my son some, some pointers. And I'm going to make sense with this, Christina. 
And so I was telling him, you know, consider this. And she's so light that, you know, you, you got to be careful. And they're not, he's not a child abuser or whatever. But I mean, he's, she's really, really light. You got to be careful. And she goes to daycare. So um, I was telling and the Lord reminded me of something. That is a spirit that is trying to take, uh, not that she's possessed by the devil. That's not what I mean. That's a spirit that is trying to manifest itself and become dominant in her. And so the direction with the stubbornness is to call it as you see it. Again, the kid is not a demon. That's not what I'm saying. But begin to pray for that particular spirit, right? It could be, it doesn't have to be stubbornness. It doesn't have to be cussing like she's started to do. Part of where she's gotten that because he was like, mom, I don't know really where she's getting this from. Like one of the, one of the little phrases that she knows exactly how to use it and when to use it. One of the phrases like, we don't even talk like that. And he, and he said, but I, he said that she sneaks and like they'll let her use the cell phone and watch YouTube, her little cartoon things. But then she knows she's figure out how to look at other things. So she's looking at older um, content for people. Um, and so that, thank you. I'll, thank you for that, uh, Andrew. But, so she's used to, that's where she's learning some of her content. So I'm saying all of this to say number two, two things. Christina, begin to pray for the baby. Find a scripture that's related to stubbornness and begin to pray the word over your child. And that's for anybody who's dealing with a stubborn child. And the earlier you get them, the, the better it is. And to and begin to explain because every, you know, discipline can take different forms. We don't have to whip our children for every single thing. But there are different forms of discipline that we can take, including taking a privilege away from them that they like. So my, my little granddaughter, one of the things that I told my son is, she loves to play these little video games on your phone. When she has an outburst, stop her and tell her that that's ugly. Don't say bad. You tell her that that's ugly and that Jesus doesn't like that. And because you're using that ugly word, you can't use the phone. Um, he's also resorted to making her stand in the corner sometimes. So different things, you break it up, but you have to be consistent with whatever form of discipline that you're going to use. And I am not advocating that you use corporal punishment, how, whatever frame of discipline, discipline that you use, you know, that's, that's you and your family, how you do it. Um, but I know the, the Bible does tell us not to spare the rod. I'm going to leave it at that. And, um, uh, yeah, so that's it. Praying over the, and being, being, again, being consistent with whatever, um, discipline. Um, and after a few days, it might take 15, it might take 20, it might even take 30 days of you being consistent with that form of discipline and they'll begin to change. Um, anybody else have a comment? You want, need some clarity about a scripture? Yes, Tanya. Um, yes. I, um, Really enjoyed your um, declaration when you um, broke everything about down. I wrote all the scripture, um, Psalms 25.9, he leads the humble. And I also like how you're talking about um, um, praying the uh, word and stuff like that, because that's what I, um, I'm trying, learning to do, pray the word. When I study the word, I'm trying to learn to pray it. Sometimes it doesn't always um Stick with me, but that's I'm on the right path, and and that's what I'm I'm trying to do. So it was more like um, confirmation. I thank you for the word. It was really great. Um, and another thing, you was talking about um, children. Um, God, um, I believe put this little girl in my life. She's one years old, 
um, her mom wants me to start watching her on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I thank God because we have such a, um, a, a bond, me and her. And um, I'm not going to say I don't know if she's stubborn or anything like that because she's uh, one years old. I haven't watched kids in a long time. I'm, I'm 54, and I, I enjoy it. But the information that you guys have given me and how Miss D always talks about children and stuff like that, I, I appreciate it, and I thank you because that, that really helped me out a lot. Oh, that's amazing. And I, 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 and I, I didn't care. I, I I recognize your voice, but I cannot place the name with the voice. Tell me your name again. Cynthia. Cynthia. Okay, I was gonna call you Sylvia. Cynthia. Cynthia. You know, um, something about it is, um, I think about Dee Dee Felder all the time. Dee Dee loves kids. I do not love kids at all. I don't hate them, but I don't love them. Love um, Dee Dee loves kids, and she'll always have a baby. Uh, posting her grandbaby all the time, or she works at a uh, daycare center. And I remember her struggling after Didi. I hope you don't mind me putting you on blast. I'm going to put you on blast anyway. Um, I remember after Didi retired, you know, she was trying to, it was forced retirement. She was trying to figure out what she was going to do. And these little babies, her little, it was one at first, you know, they needed a sitter and so a, a, a care provider. And so Dee Dee became a care provider and she was like, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do, blah, 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 blah. And then that little baby had a little sister and then she started keeping that little one. And before you know it, Dee Dee was um, helping her nieces at the daycare center where she is. Dee Dee yeah. loves babies. Dee Dee loves young people too. And so I said, Dee Dee, this is such a blessing. You get to pray over those children. Yeah. Um, you get to correct them. They get to see, you know, as they're, because we never know what they're facing in their homes. And so right. I want to say to you, Cynthia, that um, God has put that little girl in your path for a reason. And, you know, when you are with her, um, you know, sing little songs, Jesus loves me, this I know, or the Bible, or whatever, you know, you can find yeah. veggie tales on YouTube yeah. and get some little, you can go to the dollar store and you can get some Bible uh, books. You can get some Bible stories um, that you read to her and you can show her the love of reading and show her how to pray. You know, even though we don't have to be on our knees when we pray, you can literally get down on your knees and you can show her how to get down on her knees and pray. You can show her how to pray over her food. You never know what that's going to do for that child, the seed that you're planting in her. So um, I, and especially the fact that you love it. You, you That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, it, it, it is um I know God placed her. Um, I don't. Um, the 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 mother is young, and she smokes weed. So I know sometimes when she brings the child out the car, is humming, and um, yeah. sometimes I get her clothes and I wash everything up and try to clean her car seat and stuff like that. So I said to myself, I'm for now on, I'm gonna get a car seat and put in my car for her. And Bless one day um, she has some tips. And if you never um, smoked weed before, um, that, that blunt thing that they opened up to put the weed in, that was all in the chips. So I'm like, Lord Jesus. Oh, and she's, she's a good mother, but she's young and she don't have her priorities right. But she trusts me and she, um, and to me, she trusts putting her daughter in my hand and stuff like that. And Amen. I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Well, keep right. on doing your work. Oh, thank Anybody you. else? Hey, Tam, I just wanted to chime in and encourage Cynthia that um, um, I have eight little grandbabies, and um, my the 
the the grandbaby that comes over a lot is my son that passed away. So I try to help his help her mom out a lot. And of course, she's out there. I've you know we were young at one time doing what we do. And of course, we can bring them to a place where we don't have to worry and we can trust. But what I do when my grandbaby come, I talk to her, I teach her, I talk to her. So the things that when she leaves here, she'll take with her the part of don't do that, don't say that, be ladylike. And what I, the most thing, the most uh, encouraging thing that I do is I pray over her and I touch her and I pray for her mom. So that the Holy Spirit will uh, protect her and cover her. And when her mom does certain things, her mom will be able, begin to draw away from some of those things concerning her. So just, you know, pray over her and also pray for the mom that she gives some type of, um, there's boundaries when it comes to that little girl, because God honors our prayers. Um, and that's all I just wanted to tell you. Thank you. Amen. I appreciate Good advice. Good advice. Thank you, Rochelle. Anybody hey, else? Hey, Tam. Yes, Dee Dee, man. So, okay. yeah, I'm at the school now. And I was just going to say, going back to the stubborn part, so, you know, I have a bonus son, David, my brother's son, who we've raised since he was three. I'm getting teary out thinking about it. Him and Alyssa, my baby that's 26, they'll tell the story. Now, I have a little Kirk in me, too. I'm not trying to act like I didn't, praying for myself for being delivered. But when they would do stuff, because they're so close in age, they would fight, like like cats and dogs. And so instead of me popping them all the time or saying the words, threatening them to do stuff, I would make them hug. They could be crying, no snut. I would make them hug, apologize to each other, and then I'd have them sit at the table and write scriptures. They know the word. That's why they know the word. And they were talking about the other day. Um, our, my son said, Mama, you would do the Kirk. Because that's what they're saying now. Make us pray together. Apologize. And then we have church. And that's what we do. And then we have to write scriptures out. And I would make them all find the scripture and just keep writing. And like, I will not, you know, but it would be a, um, a form of getting to know the word. But also um, just learning to, to, to settle stuff, right? And then when you're talking about humble ourselves, that's what the word says. But, Tan, I hear so many believers say, Lord, I just need you to humble me. No, you don't. Going on mute. No. No, ma'am. No, sir. You showed sure <laughs> up. Good morning. That's, just, Good morning. That's, Good morning. that's a misinformation about the scripture. It's just misquoting the scripture. That's why it's important to read the word. Uh, and, and so you'll know it and you'll know how to quote it properly. Who, somebody was trying to say something. I'm sorry. Good morning. It's Dondria. Magnificent. How you guys doing? Um, I just want to also encourage uh, Cynthia. Um, Pastor Dion gave us um, about five or six years ago the Daily Audio Bible. And that's wonderful for, for adults because they do amazing teaching. They read the Bible every day to us with the Psalms and the Proverbs as well as the prayers on the end for the other people. So it helps with our intercession and caring for people across the nation. But one aspect they've added recently is Daily Audio Bible Kids because their son, Ezekiel, is growing up and he's about five or six years old and he reads the Bible with his dad. So they have Daily Audio Bible Kids, Cynthia. If you want to download Daily Audio Bible, there's a little piece on there for kids and you can play that. You know, kids listen or they said they learn um Thank more readily from each other. Um, so hearing Ezekiel's voice in him and his dad discussing, you know, the certain aspects of the Bible is really cute. I listen to it sometimes myself. So um, wonderful job, sis. I was a Sunday school teacher, and my kids still love me to this day um, because of the things Aww. that, you know, God put, put, put. They're all grown. They're 20s and 30s yeah. now. But um, it's very, very impactful when God gives you the opportunity to um, invest and cover people's lives. So love you, family. Amen.
Um, thank you for that, Andrea. Anybody else? Good morning, Sister Tanya. Oh, God. This is Sister Melinda. Um, happy Friday, Declare Victory family. Um, that declaration um, spoke directly to my inner woman. Um, you were on point um, regarding um, the way I'm dealing with uh, my prayer life. I can start off in my prayer life um, just content and praying um, in the word because the Lord is renewing my mind um, in his word. And um, I just, as I think about the transpiring of things that I have no control over, then I get all um, emotional. And um, that's when the weeping and the snotting and all that starts. So I'm really asking God to truly, truly, truly deliver me from my emotional state of hurt and pain. But um, that that message, um, that the that that the, your declaration was um, enlightening, and I am so ready to just start walking up right um, in, in in His Word. And um, I thank you for that declaration. You have a well, thank you, day. thank you for your transparency. I'm glad that you were blessed, and I'm just going to tell you to just keep coming and keep doing the work. You know, things didn't get to where they are for any of us overnight there was a process and so there's a process of unlearning some things there's a there's a process of uh learning a new lifestyle there's a there's a process of learning to be led by god it just doesn't happen automatically and sometimes guess what we we will mess up and when we do recognize that i messed up uh repent uh, according to First John 1 and 9, we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Uh, we do that, uh, and then we keep going. We don't wallow in what we did uh, an hour ago or what we did yesterday or what we did a week or 10 years ago. This is a brand new day. We can't do nothing to recapture yesterday. Uh, some of us, it would be a mistake for us to do that anyway. You know, all we can do is keep going and control and control us. So uh, just keep coming, Sue. Anybody else? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Wonderful declaration, as I said earlier, Sister Tan. Um, you know what I keep getting is um, I love Declare Victory because it just gives me good sound uh, reminders of how to do my daily walk with God. Um, and I was listening to a podcast. I've been listening to a lot of Joel Osteen lately because he's on Sirius Radio, and I just found out that I don't have to have it in the car. I can listen to it while I'm working. And um, he had talked about a scripture where, um, back to the prayer, the prayer part, that um, there was somewhere in the Bible, I can't remember where, where the person reminded God of the promises that God made. I always remember uh, hearing people say, remind God what, you know, why, but I never understood why to remind him, but I didn't realize that God had blessed someone. I have to go to the scripture to remember where it is. God had blessed someone by reminding um, him of his word. So um, when you were talking about praying and just using God's word, it was just, that just came back to me again, just reminding me the simple things of just prayer. You don't have to take a class. You don't have to call and do all this other stuff. You know, just, you know, go over God's word. So thanks again for your declaration. It was wonderful today. Thank you so much. And that is absolutely true. Um, yeah, absolutely true. I think uh, I want to share. Um, I think uh, 
in this may not be the scripture. Oh no, this is not it. I thought I thought um, this was the scripture that um, that talked about what you were um, that referenced what you just said. Prosperous, but that's okay. Anybody else? Hi, it's Sorry, me again. Okay, I that? heard two people. Um, I heard, hi, it's me again, and then somebody after them. So whoever was, hi, it's me again. Magnificent. The, oh, it was magnificent. I thought so. Okay. And then the, the, the person that was uh, trying to chime in will go in after you. Um, Just wanted to share. Um, I, I missed the declaration, but one thing I know that is true in my life, I don't, you know, a lot of people slam church and slam organized religion and all kinds of stuff, but that is, like they say, when you know that you know that you know, I don't care what they say. Um, like the, our message earlier in the um, month was, what do you believe and why? So um, one of the uh, scriptures that we hear a lot lately is the entrance of his word brings light. So um, I just want to share with my sister Melinda, the only thing or any of the women that I always share with the women, even when I have women's groups, because when you have women's groups, they have a tendency to want to talk or about a bunch of other things. But I always say we can talk about whatever, but we must add the scripture to it because that is the thing that changed my life. Somebody mentioned earlier that um, sometimes they pray the word, but it kind of it kind of gets away from you. So get an index card and pick one. Because this is your sword. Remember, they said the word is sharper than a two-edged sword. That's the thing that's going to cut the foolishness off of our lives and check us on our behavior once we plant it inside of us um, and, and pray that it yields a harvest of 30, 60, and 100-fold. So get the word. So um, someone was talking about the emotions. This is the thing that really helped me years and years ago. Um, check your emotions. One of the scriptures is, and, and you have to use the word to help, like they say, do the work. So these are the things that you have to do because it's a mental battle and it's a spiritual battle and it's a uh, battle in the eternals for your mind, battlefield of the mind, right? So um, casting down imagination and every high thing. So your emotions and those things, those spirits that are inside of us try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bring in every thought into captivity. So we have to capture those thoughts and like they say, cast them down. So um, um, I forgot it already. Casting down, um, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So you can practice, put that on a, um index card and practice that for about a week when you wake up when you're in the shower when you're putting your shoes on while you're getting dressed you know have your index card while you're standing in line all of those things because these are the things this is the sword that's gonna i mean it's gonna be more than a week it may take a month or so but because once you start fighting against that thing it's going to double up and fight back because those spirits do not want to leave and so this is what spiritual warfare is god like she said and that was so beautiful he is going to hover over his word and watch it and make sure that it is performed and it will not return void. So this is the investment that you must make in your own. And so whatever it is, you have issues with yourself. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and God, you know, right. My spirit knows right well. So those are the things to grip, grab those scriptures, put it on the index card and use that as your sword, carry that thing with you and repeat and mutter and meditate on those things and watch it, watch it, watch it. Who was the next person that was trying to speak? And then Didi, and then we're going to get ready to close it out. Oh, it was Christina. Okay, was Christina. go ahead. Um, so just really quickly, because I've been um, studying a lot about breaking generational cycles and curses. And 
um, when you mentioned your son was stubborn, has a daughter that's stubborn, that was the same thing um, with their father. He was he's extremely stubborn, and then it manifested in the child's behavior. And I realized that I have to not do what his parents did because they beat, they tried to beat it out of him, which turned into rebellion and a breaking of the spirit and a turning away from God. So in order to not do that, you said something about speaking scripture. I know for a fact that the word of God does not return back to him void. And if I add that to the prayer, then it has to come back down with um, the supernatural has to come back down to the natural. So I did find the scripture, Ezekiel eleven nineteen, that that mentions stubbornness and I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart. So it seems as though the only way to break down the walls of stubbornness is through the love of God. So I'll speak that in um, 1 Corinthians 13 over her and um, start to see it come down because she's innocent. But the devil don't play fair, so he'll try to latch on to the innocent child when she's you can't you're not supposed to do that. So anyway, I digress. Thank you, ma'am. Um, you just gave me such a such a revelation from this. I appreciate you. God bless you. Oh, that's that's amazing. I'm so glad that that you you got something from that. Go ahead, Didi. Hey, I just wanted to say as I'm listening, um, it's awesome as your warfare. So thank you, Dr. We have to really uh, change our heart posture. It's a lot of self stuff. It's a lot of uh, self-inflicted stuff that we're holding on to. You can do all of that. It's good. Write your notes. Get a dec- I mean, declare some things. Write some scriptures out. But don't take in too much. Tanya, thank you for saying. Because sometimes we can get so full because we're going to this class, that class. We want to do this, do that. But we're absorbing all this stuff. But what are we doing? Like, what are we doing with this? That makes any sense. We're so spiritually full, but we don't even know. Sometimes we can get so overwhelmed with learning so much that we don't even know how to process it. I hope that makes sense. So get what's ailing you. And like, it's a le- it's layers. You know what I mean? You got a stubborn child, you got a you got a house is raggedy, whatever it is, but you got to do the work. Praying, crying and all of that. It's all part of warfare. It's, it's called a fight of faith as a believer. It's something that we're going to fight the rest of our lives and you got to know how to fight. So you got to equip yourself and you do have to know what the word says, but you don't want to get overwhelmed to where you're, um, you have schizophrenia as a, as a believer, because that's true, too. And then the other thing, that weed is a spirit. I work at the school, and so I was, as Cynthia was saying it, I have to take little kids in sometimes, and they smell like they've been smoking, but they're in the car. I can't tear them down. I'm praying for the kids, because now that they've legalized it, that's the norm. I mean, you go to some places, and that's all you smell. I have to remember back to what I went through. I didn't, we wasn't my thing. I had, the alcohol was, but I'm just saying, even that, that baby was, God gave that baby mother, you, to be a vessel. So just love on her. I'm glad you get in the car seat. I have several too. You got a wash machine, wash your clothes, love on her as if she was your own. And then sometimes God gives us do-overs. And that's what I feel like when I get a chance to spend time with my little grandbaby river and all these babies because as a young mother I didn't get a chance to be home I was working so God is a restorer but it goes back to forgiveness I know y'all get sick of me saying it but all the praying all the fast and all that is good but if you're not willing to really forgive some stuff it's going to be a battle that you gotta just equip yourself more to fight I hope that makes sense thank you Dee, Dee and yes it did um God is amazing with do-overs and 
um, as well as everything else that he gives us to help our young people. Because we needed help when we were parents, too. So um, I know we talked a lot about little kids today, and we don't often do that. And so it was there was a purpose. There was a reason um, that, that we did. Um, it was help somebody, Cynthia and Christina, and there may be other people that are, that are on the call um, that um, it helped them. I want to shift gears um, as we get ready to close out the call because I wasn't prepared and I got some stuff that I have to do. Um, but I want to share um, something with you. One of, the, one of the ways that we can ensure that we have God's direction is through fasting and prayer. And, and I'm, not, I'm not talking about the um, fasting from things, fasting from social media and fasting from TV and that kind of stuff. That should be a part of your fast anyway, because the purpose of fasting is not because God needs us to fast. It's for us. It's to gain clarity. It's to gain understanding. Um, it is to strengthen us. So there's so many benefits. There are even physical benefits to fasting. And so um, I was taught the old school way of fasting is that, well, back in the day, my parents, they fasted without water. Um, I don't. Uh, I fast with, with water. Um, to help flush my system, uh, and I feel very fine with that. Um, and so at any rate, um, the Lord led me to go on a consecration this week. Um, and so consecration, I, I went on a fast for three days, three days with no food, um, three days consistently. That's not to impress you. I'm, I'm just stating what the Lord led me to do. Um, when I tell you the clarity, usually, and I usually don't tell people, I don't tell people, um, when I am going to be fasting, because it's not something to boast about. It's not something that people need to know. Um, but there's something specific that I'm asking God for. I believe it's already done. Um, but what I'm, what I was asking for was clarity about the instructions or the directions that I needed for these particular things. And so the Lord began, like immediately, He began to give me things. He began to uh, put people in my bath because what this thing, that one of these things that I'm trying to do. It's so big that I, I was almost afraid to say it out loud, but I know it came straight from God because immediately he started to put people in my path to give me some direction. I know it came straight from God. I can't tell you about it yet. It's still in the germination process, but it's huge. Um, somebody says, if you have a dream or a goal that's not, that doesn't scare you or that doesn't intimidate you or, or that requires more than just your resources, it's not big enough. This right here. OMG. And so I felt it was necessary to begin. That's not going to be the last one. Um, so why, why are you saying this? For sometimes when we have issues that are beyond what we feel like we, we just cannot conquer it, uh, sometimes it's, it's important for us to fast. And, I'm, and I mean for, you know, I'm, I mean for a couple of days or so. And uh, I'm not, now, for you that are on medication, you're required to eat stuff like that, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to people that's healthy, uh, that, uh, you know, we just have a habit of eating. It's, it's not, you know, we, it won't, it, it, listen, I'm 60. And when I tell you I was never hungry, not one single day, all I did was I stayed hydrated. I drank so much water, I felt like bringing my laptop in the bathroom with me so I could <laughs> But my system was being flushed. Um, I feel the clarity. I feel like I have more direction today than I did before I started that fast. And so that's one of the things that, um, and it's biblical. You can find all kinds of scriptures. Somebody needs to mute. I just heard your door squeaking as you were closing or opening it. 
Um, there are all types of scriptures that are available that you can Google. Google is a great tool for finding scriptures. Um, Google or Bing, Bing is another search engine, great for finding scriptures right away um, for anything that you are facing. You just put, put the keywords in there and it'll bring up some scriptures and you find the one that pertains to you. So that was one of the things that I wanted to share. And I want to close on this. We have a right to demand the law be fulfilled. We have a right to demand that from God. Oh, did you say we could demand God? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say law. But there's a way that you do it. We, we have a right to demand that he perform his word because it's the law. He's our judge. And we bring our petitions, our prayers to him. And we bring them to him because we are looking for results. But how do you do that? Let me tell you, I had a struggle with the word demand. But then you have to look the word up to see what it means. And you have to understand the power behind what we have been given. So the word is like our constitution. You know, the, 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 when, you, when you, we have a constitution, most of us don't know it. I really don't. I know a couple of pieces of it, but I don't really know it. I haven't studied it. All right. So the Bible is our constitution. It's full of God's law as it pertains to us and it, as it pertains to things. But if you don't know your rights, if you don't know the law, you wonder around, you snotting and crying. I'm not throwing shade at anybody. You snotting and crying and begging God to do stuff. Well, he's not doing anything because you're not, you're not properly exercising the law. You're not using it to your advantage. You're not manipulating it for your purpose. Yes, I said manipulating it for your purpose. That's what it's there for. No different than an attorney who goes to law school who learns the law, and they can manipulate it to win cases. They can manipulate it to bring pleadings to the court. We plead, we, we, we bring our pleading to the Lord when we pray, understanding and recognizing his position. He is God, our Father, our great King. So we bring our petitions, our pleadings to the king in prayer. But how do you demand? So here's an example of what I mean. Um, there is a particular thing that you are asking or believing God for or you need some help with. You find your scripture that relates to what we're talking about. You find a case study about it. <laughs> you know, the Bible is full of case studies. We call them examples. All right. So, for example, if I was to use King David, uh, King David was a whoremonger. Uh, he would, but he was, he loved God with all his heart. Oh my God. And he was so humble. He was one, he was the most humble king in the kingdoms, uh, in the, in the, in the chronicles of the Bible. So David is a great picture of, uh, somebody that is humility. And he's a king who was showing humility to God. I hope you get this. And so he, whenever he is, he found out that he was in error Whenever, like Nathan brought it to his attention that you sinned, you had adult, you committed adultery with this woman, you tried to cover it up with murder, um, and you're wrong. David repented immediately. And so, um, what all I'm saying is, is that uh, find a. Let me go back to what I started to say. Find a scripture that relates to the situation that you're in. You found that scripture, and now you're going to pray that scripture. I said it a little bit, but I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it a little different. Um, this time, you're going to pray that word back to God, but you're going to pray it this way in your demand. Because what you're doing is, just like an attorney brings a pleading to a judge, and they go in with demands. 
they're very respectful, but they're not going in. You, 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 honor. You think you can do this for me? That's not the right posture to have when you go to court. When you go to when your attorney goes to court for you, you expect them to go with the posture that we're gonna win this thing. And the reason that we're gonna win it is we have the law behind us. God's word is uh, is the law. The law is not just in the Old Testament. All of his his word is the law, period, no matter it's in the Old Testament or whether it's in the New Testament. And so when we bring our case to God, when we, when, we, when, we, when we make a plea to God, we are doing it based upon his word, not based upon our emotions, not based upon our feelings, not based upon blame, not based upon what somebody did to us or so or what these circumstances. He's not, that's not going to get done what you want done. That's not going to accomplish anything. You might feel better because you vented, but the prayer, is you're not going to get the results that you want from prayer because you're not using the law correctly. So, so here's an example of what I mean by making, making your case and making a demand on God. Because God has given us the authority. He's given us the power. He's given us the freedom. He has given us the flexibility to use his word. So I'm not making this up. That's when, when, it, when, 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 um, when, um, when God gave power, dominion, and authority to Adam, we lost it temporarily. And I, it might feel like I'm going off track. I'm not. I know exactly where I'm going. We lost it temporarily because of Adam's sin, but we gained it through Jesus Christ. And he promised that he would give us the keys to the kingdom. Prayer is one of those keys. And so here's an example of what I mean. Father, our great king, your word says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That's just an example of a text that I'm speaking back to God because there's some, there's some things that are perhaps, uh, let, me, let me give the context before I tell you the prayer. So let's just say that there are some things in my life that I'm struggling with. There, is, there are, um, you know, maybe there's a bank or maybe there's a court situation, or maybe you know they have more clearly more power than I do, uh, and, and I and I want to be successful. I want to be victorious in this particular thing. So this scripture, greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. Or maybe I'm being attacked from the enemy. Well, we know according to the scripture that the power that God gives us is greater than any other power. God is all powerful. Period. Start a new chapter. He is all powerful there's nothing weak about him he can do anything the bible also says that he causes he changes the heart of the king and makes it go in any direction that he chooses what do you mean by king tanya the heart the, that person that is over you so it could be a judge it could be the lender at the bank it could be your supervisor um it could be whoever that person is is in, is in authority that's what i mean by the king okay and the scripture tells us that God changes the mind of the king and causes it to go in the direction that he desires, he being God. When you're afraid somebody has denied you something or you've got to go and you've got to go before somebody that has great authority, you don't have to be intimidated. Why? Because God is all powerful and you've already prayed to him and asked him to give you direction. You've already prayed to him and asked him to help you to be uh, successful in this particular attempt. And one of the ways that you would pray it is like this, Father, you are our great king. 
your word, your law says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So I demand, according to the authority that you've given me through Jesus Christ, that your will be done in this situation and that I am successful. That's what I mean by placing a demand. You've put the word back to God and you've demonstrated to him that you believe that you have the authority according to the authority that Jesus gave us when he gave us the keys to the kingdom. And once you, I'm, I'm not snotting, I'm not crying. This is a matter of the law. I'm reminding God of his law over uh, the, the law that we have access to. He gave it to us. That's our, remember I told you that's our, that, that's the word of God is our constitution, right? And so we, and then from that point, we begin to thank God for what he's done. We don't see it yet. Perhaps we're going to court or we're going before these people the next day, or maybe it's the next week. But we begin to thank God every single day. When that thing pops up and the enemy tries to make you afraid, uh-uh, greater is he that is in me. God, I thank you that I'm great. I thank you that we are already successful. I thank you that you are all powerful. And I thank you that you are in control and that you are going to control the decision maker. I hope that helps you. And I hope that makes some sense to some of y'all. And I look forward to another time when we begin to discuss this and go a little deeper in um, in the word of God and, and how we pray and how we access and make the word work for us. All right, y'all. Um, let me see what time is it. It's almost. Have a great time, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I pray that it was a blessing. It's new for me. This is a, this is a new process for me, too. Um, and the Lord just. Um, dropped it in my spirit to share it with you. Um, and so I pray that in future things, we'll have a way to really uh, flesh this out and um, to help us to be more confident in the way that we pray and getting our prayers answered. Because for some of us, um, we get frustrated because our, our prayers are not answered. They don't have anything to do with God. It has to do with our method. And it's a simple fix. And it's a matter of learning the traditional ways that we have uh, learned to pray and beg and plead, and we don't even have to do all that. It's a matter of law. When you, this is the last thing I'm going to say on the law. When you go to court and your case is presented, the judge is going to rule based upon the argument that is presented, the, the pleading that is given, and he's going to be reminded of the law that he is aware of. It's not based on emotion. In fact, sometimes judges have to rule against things that they don't even want to, but the law tells them that they have to. Ooh, that's something else. The law says you got to do this. Wow, that's deep. Okay, guys, um, I pray that you have a great day today. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close it out <laughs> in prayer. Uh, and just to ask God. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, um, I want, um, I, I'm the the read Dobie. I'm the side reader, so I just want to give the scriptures, um, so they'll have some oh, receipt and reference. Of course, First John four and four, um, is greater is He, um, that is in me than He that's in the world, and then Proverbs twenty one talks about the heart of the king. Thank you so much. That's so important. Also, um, Tanya, this is okay. Diane. We'll go back and read Genesis 1:26 when God says he give man dominion 
over the earth. And in order to get your prayers uh, answered, you need to ask God. We have to. We God gave us the authority over earth, and He says that a spirit on earth without a body is is illegal. So we have to invite God into yes, our lives. Yes, ma'am. And so just remember yes, that. Read one uh, Genesis one twenty six. Uh, the whole thing at Genesis one. Thank you so Great much, message. Diane. Thank you so much. I, I think that was the real message right there. <laughs> I was a little intimidated because I didn't have no notes. <laughs> but, you know, I'd like to give you all reference to what I'm talking about. Um, but thank God for the Holy Spirit that just gave it to me. And then he used uh, Diane and Rochelle to actually give you uh, the where the law is located so you can read it for yourself. So, Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you for every single person that remained on the call. We thank you for the words that were spoken. We thank you for those that shared. God, we just magnify you because you're so great. We magnify you because you're amazing and because you're awesome. And so, Lord, we pray your word back to you that you would watch over us as we go about our various destinations, that you would order our steps according to your word, that you would order our steps as we invite you to do so, that um, as we go out in the marketplace, Father, wherever it is that we're going, to the bank, to the grocery store, to work, to a restaurant, to Starbucks, wherever we're going, God, that we'll be the light, that, that, that's like the light that sits on a hill uh, where people ask us. They can see the light even in our eyes because our, our faces are covered properly with our masks. Uh, but they, there's something about us. There's something about us when we walk into an establishment. We change the atmosphere because of the love of God that is in us. And Father, we thank you and praise you because um, you are our protection. You are our um, provider, God. We thank you. According to Psalms 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I thank you that as we go down a little bit further, you are our vaccine because you promised in your word that you would uh, protect us, that no dis-ease would come nigh our dwelling place. So God, we thank you that you are our vaccine from every disease, from sicknesses and, dis- and diseases, but things that haven't even been discovered yet. You will not allow those things to come nigh our dwelling according to your word. We thank you, O oh great King, that according to your word, we can demand Ah, Lord God, we can demand with the authority that Jesus Christ has given us ah, that no dis-ease will come nigh our dwelling. So we praise you and we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Listen, don't forget Friday Night Live at 6 p.m. with Dee Dee. It's going to be on and popping. I bet they're going to turn up. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love you. Have a good night. Have a super blessed day, everyone. Love you. Thanks. Thank you. Everybody have a great day. I love you. Love you, girlfriend. Love you, girlfriend.
Declare 
Declare victory. 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Hope, 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Hope, 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walk 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared the 
true. Praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another. A living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. True. 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our 
you Heaven bent Supporting one another A living faith Is what this life promotes Committed to press on Reaching life Forgiving one another While staying on our knees For it's God we aim to please We are declared victory Praying for our 
you heaven bent supporting one another a living faith is what this life promotes committed to press on reaching life forgiving one another while staying on our knees for it's God we aim to please we are declared Walking in the truth 
praying for our youth. Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Walking in the truth, 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Walking in the truth, 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Truth, 
praying for our youth. Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Walking in the truth, 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Praying 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Truth. 
praying for our youth. Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Hope, 